0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Publish Promote Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademark process at beginmybook.com. So, um, right now, bestseller publishing is up about 30, 40% on our last year's numbers. And while that's good, because last year was a record year for us, and being 30 to 40% up already this year, certainly good. But I, I noticed, as far as, you know, the amount of advertising and marketing and such that we're doing that our return on investment has really decreased significantly. So we're pouring more money into marketing, but we're not quite getting the return out, meaning that I was looking at the numbers and thinking, I really need to take a look at what 2017 first quarter was as far as real numbers uh, compared to 2018 first quarter, especially when it comes to marketing and, and sales and that's that kind of thing. Obviously, we're happy to be 30 to 40 percent up over 2017's numbers, but you know, you can only spend what you keep, right? And and I want to be efficient in the things that we're doing. So, lo and behold, I looked it up and I found that we spent about a hundred thousand more dollars in 2018 than we did in 2017, specifically in marketing that's Facebook ads, Instagram, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, And yet, our revenue, while up right 30 to 40 percent, wasn't commensurate with how much we actually spent because we generally get a four, five, six times ROI on our ad spend, and we weren't getting that anywhere near that. So I wanted to take a look at, okay, what what's different here? Um, what are we doing differently? And it's easy, I guess one of the points is it's easy to get away from things that are working when you're testing new things all the time. And so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about going back to some of the basics and I'm going to give you some really fast results because when you learn something, you need to implement quickly. You need to take action right away. Uh, No one is responsible or cares about your business and your income and the impact that you're making more than you do, right? Nobody does. So you need to be the one to take action on it. So um, I looked at what we were doing first quarter. I noticed Um, we were doing way more webinars. I was doing way way more webinars first quarter of last year compared to first quarter of 2018. So I started looking at the math and I noticed that about 75% of our advertising spend was focused on webinars, not on strategy session applications and some of the other things that we're doing. I was like, wow, I forgot that. Only a year had gone by, but I forgot because we started testing other things that were seemingly working as well. But They weren't getting us as high a return on investment. So I said, you know what? We need to do a webinar. I haven't done a webinar in four or five months. I need to do one, and we need to start scheduling webinars at least two a month, if not every single week. So we immediately went into webinar mode. This is last week now. This is all last week, week and a half. We immediately went into webinar mode. We started running ads and traffic on Facebook. Uh, One of my clients actually volunteered to be on the webinar, And uh, that was uh, John Mullen and Douglas Bowman who wrote, do I have their book here? Uh, I got all these books on my desk and I don't have their book. Uh, They wrote the book that got them positioned on at the United Nations. Uh, Their book got them an audience with the president of Mozambique who then volunteered to write a new forward for the book, got them $250,000 in new funds raised in a three month period and so they volunteered to be on, and I'm like, fantastic. I didn't even ask them. They asked me. So we started running traffic to it. We spent about $3,000 on webinar traffic. And I also email, emailed my list, which my list is good size. It's about 44,000 active uh, people on the list. This has been built up over a number of years. And we got, I don't remember how many registrants we got uh, offhand, but I'm going to say somewhere in the range of about 500 people maybe 600 people registered for the webinar. I did uh, a live webinar on Wednesday of last week. Today is, is a Tuesday. And, uh, and then I did an encore webinar on Friday. And then I emailed all weekend, made a special offer with some new bonuses. I emailed all weekend and took the offer down at the end of the weekend. So what happened? With about $3,000 in advertising spend and emailing my list and doing a webinar presentation, uh, we brought on 13 new clients uh, that gave us deposits, but we're still going to have individual calls with each one of them, which will mean that probably if all the numbers are about the same, because we've done this many times, it will mean that we'll give back two or three of those deposits because quite frankly, they're not a fit for what we do. Uh, so on average, I'm going to say we're going to bring on 10, 11 new clients from that that will pay us from a low of $7,000 to a high of about $25,000 or $30,000 uh, with the special offer. So that webinar will, on the very conservative side, be a be a $100,000 webinar, and you know, depending on how many of them need full books versus just the launch and the PR. Uh, will be somewhere in the range of maybe 150 to as much as 175,000. One webinar in one week when I took action. What What is the moral of this story? What is the point of it? There's a couple different ones. Number one is make offers, make presentations, get in front of your ideal audience, and not just once where you're excited but over and over and over again, systematically and consistently. We had gotten away from that. I had gotten away from that. I did that a lot at the beginning of last year. And even though we're making more money this year, I noticed that our net is lower because we're spending more to acquire a customer. Why is that? Well, look, if you're good and have a good webinar presentation format, and those are two big ifs, right? If you're a good presenter, if you're a good speaker, and you have a good presentation and offer, and those are two big ifs, then you should be doing webinars and presentations on a regular basis because that puts you in your strength, in your power. And look, I'm not the best in the world, but I'm pretty doggone good at it. My offer is really good. My presentation itself is really good. I've spent a lot of money to learn. As you know, I spend six figures a year on mastermind groups, I get help with all of this stuff. I learn that, and then I Reproduce it over and over and over again. I got away from that at the end of last year, and then I had to look at my numbers and be reminded, "Oh my gosh, this is what I was doing that was giving me this incredible return on investment. So I spent 3,000 bucks on advertising that, again, continued to build my list just last week, and'll we'll reap from that between 100 and 150,000 dollars in revenue 10 to 11 new clients you need to be presenting. You need to be making offers. If you're not making offers to your ideal client, if you're not in front of audiences of your ideal client, if you're not making presentations to your ideal client, whether one-on-one or one-to-many, then you're not making money. You're just not, okay? This is what your book is all about, okay? This is what your book does for you. It gets you on the stages. It gets you the audience. It gets you the opportunities so that you can do your magic, so that you can do what you need to do. Now, listen, what bestseller publishing does to help someone create a book, ghostwrite it, if they need that, to launch the book to bestseller, and then get media and PR, it's fantastic. If I do say so myself, right? It's fantastic. But that's not a consistent and systematic business plan. That's not going to make you money five years from now, two years from now, even six months from now, if your program is completed. You need to have the pieces in place so that your business and your book in a sustainable and systematic and consistent way puts you in front of your ideal client where you're making presentations. I use my book, my client's books, and our marketing and advertising to do that, to get in front of my ideal client and say, here's what has been accomplished. Here's the cool things that that are going on with my clients. You can do this as well. And you know what? You can either do it on your own or I can help you and supercharge the results and even guarantee the results. Here is what I can offer you. Here's my offer to you. Some people take it up, right? Five or 600 people registered, only 10, 11 bought. But at the end of the day, that's 100 to 150,000 or more in revenue to my business and all done in a seven to 10 day period. So figure out, if you if you have left what has been working for you, then you need to go back to that and you need to figure that out. If you're not making offers and consistently making presentations, whether one-on-one or one-to-many in front of your ideal client, then you're not making the kind of money that you should be making. So you need to make some changes so that you can systematically do that. Right before this call, I mean just before, an hour ago, I did a live presentation to Russell Brunson's Inner Circle Group. This is the group that I'm a part of. Everybody pays between a low of $25,000 if you've been in the group for years like I have. Two, up to $100,000, because that's the new cost to be a part of Russell's inner circle. There's 100 people in that. I did a presentation to that group this morning, and I talked about PR and media and how they can book themselves on PR and media and maybe have a team member actually do this for them. And I I already have had two or three people reach out to me and ask me, is this something that I can help them with? What's the cost of it, et cetera? What did I do? I just made a a presentation. I actually didn't make a big webinar. All I used was a simple Word doc that I typed out, and I went through each point. I said, I'm not making an offer. I'm not trying to sell anything. This is a group of my peers, right? I just wanted to help and offer value. But at the end of the day, it's the right people that were in the room that I was talking to. And because of that, they want to supercharge their results, they want to speed up their results, so they want to learn more from me, maybe get involved in our program, who knows. But I have several calls now scheduled with those folks, because of the presentation that's made. You need to be presenting. You need to be making offers. You need to be in front of your ideal client and your book can do that for you and it can frame and position you in a really powerful way. So whatever was working that you may have stopped, start it again. Or if you don't have anything that you're systematically and consistently doing yourself, then guess what? You have a business that's going like this because naturally attrition is going to occur. You're either growing or you're going in the opposite direction. Very rarely do things remain on a flat line and they don't remain at a flat line forever. So you need to do something to change that. I hope this video helps. I hope you take action. Do me a favor, leave a comment below. Tell me what is it that you could be doing with a best-selling book or because you need a best-selling book to get in front of the ideal presentations, the ideal opportunities to make an offer and systematically use it. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at beginmybook.com.